you need to have a very specific, very structured campaign that is going to bring the people in as tight of a time frame as possible, as well as the most number of people in various different ways, but an overall plan and not just simply doing like most people do and just throwing out a Facebook post that says, hey, you know, I got a new book. Before we get into it, I want to introduce you to Groundbreaker, today's sponsor and partner. They are an all-in-one suite of tools for small to medium-sized real estate syndicators. They've got a special focus on real estate syndicators with 1 million to 100 million assets under management. They help you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Groundbreaker will help you scale your business without the need to scale your overhead. So they're going to help reduce your costs because of the admin team that won't need to be as large. And they're going to help you reduce your risk of data breach because of the security systems that they have in place. They'll help you increase your revenue by growing your assets under management because you're going to be allowed to focus on the things that are most important, like business growth and operations, not those administrative logistics. And ultimately, they're going to help you elevate your company's brand and professionalism and investor experience because your investors are going to enjoy having this platform with all their information versus however you're currently doing it. Three things specifically about Groundbreaker I personally like. One, super easy to use from an investor standpoint and from a general partner standpoint. Two, it allows investors and general partners to fund electronically, meaning that a limited partner can complete their entire subscription and funding cycle without leaving the platform. And on the general partnership side, for distributions, you can set it up so that you can trigger bulk ACH payments within the platform. And then the last thing I really like about Groundbreaker is it's, well, it's cost effective. It's healthy to the bottom line. Their basic plan allows sponsors to sign up for as little as $100 per month with no limits on deals or investors. And you can read all about their pricing on their website. Speaking of their website, it is groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe, J-O-E. And when you go there, groundbreaker.co forward slash J-O-E you're going to get access to a pitch deck that the Groundbreaker team created so that you have a template should you want to use that and customize it for your own deal. So go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff with us today. Steve Kidd, how you doing, Steve? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, it's my pleasure and looking forward to our conversation. Best ever listeners, today is Sunday. So because it's Sunday, we got a special segment, Skill Set Sunday where you will walk away with a specific skill. And today we're going to be talking to Steve and I'll give his background. And then we'll talk about what the skill set is. So Steve is a third generation minister and he's also an author and coaches others on becoming bestsellers. He's helped over 600 people become bestselling author on Amazon. So we're going to be talking about today. The skill set is one, the importance of being clear on messaging and how there are some fallacies in the publishing industry that he's going to clear up for us. 
and just overall the importance of having a book for your business. So with that being said, first, Steve, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background, and then we'll go right into the topic. Sure, absolutely. I'm an international bestselling author. I have five books that have ranked number one in a number of different countries around the world. And I love more than anything else to help people really get clear what their message is. Not necessarily their message forever, but what is that conversation that will best help you in where you are in life and business get to that next step for yourself. In 2020, there aren't a lot of money to be made in books, but without it, you're always going to be leaving money on the table. You really need, especially that bestseller, to really have the best marketing campaign you possibly can. And I love doing that. I'm a third generation minister, as you mentioned. My father is actually still, even though he just turned 80, still pastoring in a church. And I'm kind of in the non-traditional route, working in and out of churches. And now I get to spend every day working with authors and helping them frame and shape who they are into a written book that will become a bestseller. Okay. So what is your business model? We have a system to help people write, publish, and market their book to bestseller. And much like books like The Four Agreements or literally any book that you've ever read by Sir Richard Branson or many others, we employ the concept of speaking to write. What you will find is, is that when we write, journaling is a perfect example because it's very cathartic. Most all of our own writing is going to be very internalized. It's a very much a lot of who we are and what we're feeling, but not so much listener oriented. When we speak, especially if we're speaking to a person, we typically are going to have their thoughts, their feelings, and their needs in mind. So employing that speak-to-write process really allows you the ability to really serve the needs of the people that you know you're meant to serve. We have a whole system to be able to do that. We can actually take you from absolute chaos and confusion to being a best-selling author in 30 to 90 days. And we like to say we can really help it be effortless. Yeah, and so the term best-selling author, it can be a little misleading, right? And I want to get to the heart of what your process is, because I think it's interesting, and I think there's a lot of value. But just talking about like throwing around the term best-selling author, how do you exactly become a best-selling author? What's the approach that you take? Well, I would always recommend that the most quote-unquote real best-selling author statistic is Amazon's. Number one, Amazon sells more than 60% of all books around the world that are sold. Secondarily, they are the only list that I know of that are purely based 100% on statistics, meaning that if a book ranks, say, number two over another book that's ranked number three, that legitimately means that that book has sold more copies of the book than the person who was number three. Now, they are updated on a regular basis and although they reflect a somewhat hour-by-hour hour reflection of the sales that are happening on Amazon, it's not exactly hour-by-hour, hour, but that's a good way of thinking of it. Yeah. So it's also very up-to-date as well, whereas the New York Times bestseller list is an editorial. They actually take the statistics from the Nielsen Company, the same people who do rankings for television shows. They take that information and then they write an editorial based on who they think should be listed as the best-selling books. And we could fill up the whole show just with 
stories of people who statistically should have been on that list, but for whatever reasons, and don't get me wrong, they're a privately held company. They can list anybody they want to, but just from a purely statistical standpoint, they have left people out for whatever reasons they choose to. So we want to do something that's systematizable, is predictable, and then a person, when they say they did it, that means that they literally actually got their book in the hands of more people than the people around them did. So what is your process for doing that? We've been a marketing company for more than 20 years now. Everything we do starts from research. We research what keywords, categories, all of those kind of things are going to best serve the book itself. And then we use that to, on the author's behalf, do some updates into their description and their keywords, the categories they're in. You know, if you wanted to try to rank as number one in the main parent category, self-help, you're going to probably need to sell about 10,000 books in an hour, which unless you're a Tony Robbins or Oprah Winfrey is promoting your book is probably not really realistic. There are other categories often that really are clearer about what your book is that will serve you much better. And when you're placed in a category that really is what your book about, because let's be honest, self-help can mean a whole lot of different things, whereas your book might be how to be a good Christian mother, just as an example, which is a much more specific kind of a thing. And there are a lot of good categories that that can go in. I'm not talking about putting them in like underwater basket weaving and gaming the system. I'm talking a legitimate category, but one that's going to be clear for the person when they're searching and is going to do it. And ultimately, Amazon's search engine. Amazon is a search engine for people looking to buy things versus Google is a search engine for people looking for information. And having been in technology space throughout literally the inception of the internet, it is about appealing to that search engine and making that algorithm see your book in the best light possible to rank as best as possible. Are those the two main components? Find the right keywords and then optimize accordingly and then to find niche subcategories that are hyper-relevant? Obviously, the book has to be good, but just from a marketing standpoint, are those the two main things? That and then thirdly would be you need to have a marketing launch campaign. Most people, what they do is they launch their book and then they announce to the world that their book's out there. You need to have a very specific, very structured campaign that is going to bring the people in as tight of a time frame as possible, as well as the most number of people in various different ways, but an overall plan and not just simply doing like most people do and just throwing out a Facebook post that says, hey, right. you know, I got a new book. <laughs> By the way, I have a book. Yeah. Okay, and then on the marketing plan, bringing people in to as tight of a time frame as possible, what are a couple effective things to do for that? Well, number one is, even if while you're listening today, you've decided, okay, I'm going to write a book. You don't have a word written. You have no cover, none of that stuff. The first thing you want to do is go out onto whatever social media platforms you use regularly and announce it. Tell people, I am starting the writing of my book today. There is probably no more powerful social media impact type of post you can make than when you talk about your book. 
people are always interested. You get lots of likes, lots of follows. We even actually have people who have built from no Facebook following to 1,500 to 3,000 followers in the course of their first 30 days, starting with the announcement of the fact that, hey, I want to let you all know who I am and the fact that I'm starting into the writing of a book. So that would be the other thing is, is that really have uh, buy-in from the people that are in the tribe you either are part of or are building throughout the whole course of the process of your book so that they feel like they're part of it. And when it comes to your marketing launch day, they want to participate. Got it. So it doesn't sound like you subscribe to the philosophy of making it free for a period of time to artificially inflate the amount of people who get the book to then be on the bestseller list? Well, there is all kinds of marketing programs. One of the most powerful programs that Amazon has available is if you are part of Kindle Select, you can do up to five free days every quarter. And for people who the continuing marketing of their book is part of their marketing program, I would absolutely recommend that you make use of all five of those days. The number one of which being is on your initial launch. Yes, do do a free day. There's more behind it than just having the book be free, but Amazon doesn't quantify whether your book is free or you sell it for a million dollars. They're looking at unique individuals as identified by your unique email address and who actually got a copy of the book in their hands. With the fallacies that you had mentioned to me prior to us recording where you said there are some fallacies about the publishing industry, what are some things that come to mind there? Well, so the number one, of course, is, is that it's hard. Most people would tell you that I'm expecting to start my book and it's going to take me a year to three or four years to get it done. And that I need an agent to push my book to a publishing company and all of those kind of things. And really, that's a very old concept. And ultimately, if you go that way, and I'm not saying that there aren't times when you need to use your traditional publisher, but if you go that way, you need to understand the publisher owns your book. One of my good friends that has several books out, she would be the first one to tell you, publishing companies are basically like loan sharks. They may give you an advance, but the more of an advance they give you, the more it would cost you to be able to actually get the ownership of your book back. So that's one definitely is, is it's much easier than you think, and you really can own 100% of your book. You can be in control of it. In fact, I'll give you a perfect example. Terry Brooks. Most people know the name Terry Brooks, one of probably the most popular fiction authors in the United States today. Terry Brooks has really never, there was one TV show that they finally did, but none of his stuff with as hugely popular as they are have ever made it into television or movies because of the publisher and what the publisher wants in order to be able to get through it. Terry would be okay with it. I actually had a one-on-one conversation with him at a book signing he did, and he would be fine with it. But the publisher and the movie studio couldn't come to terms, and therefore we've never had our source from our movie, for example. Anything else that we haven't talked about that you think we should about publishing? So the second one is the concept that a book should be 350 pages. The reality is, and you probably even have some of these books on your desk, Joe, that are books that are great, but you haven't finished them. 
And maybe you never will because you got what you wanted and then you moved on or you got busy and forgot that you didn't finish it. The 350 page book actually isn't what people want. In fact, statistically, Amazon has tracked these statistics. And if a book is 100 pages or less, more than 60% of the people who get the book will finish the book. If it goes over 100 pages, if it's 101 to 200 pages, that number drops down to 20% of the people will finish the book. If the book goes over 200 pages at all, that number actually drops down to less than 3% of the people who get that book will ever finish it. So if you have things that people really should know about, then the very best thing you can do is write it in a way that is consumable by the people you're writing it for. And in most people's cases, what they have is not just a book, but they actually have a whole book series. How can the best ever listeners learn more about what you're doing? Sure. The best thing to do is go to our free Facebook group. It's called the Best Sellers Guild. The easiest way to get there is just go to bestsellersguild.com. And that'll take you right straight to the Facebook group. Ask to join. We would love to have you in there. There are 3,000 plus people that are all the way from beginning to they've written several books now, somewhere on their bestseller journey. Steve, thanks for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day. Talk to you again later. Thank you. Groundbreaker helps you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. That's groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe to get a free deal pitch deck template. Are you looking to get started in multifamily investing or looking to grow your portfolio? Nathan Tabor has created an online course that is slammed with incredibly useful and practical information. Check it out at apartments.nathantabor.com.